You ready, Mace? Party people in the place to be. Uh -huh. It's about that time for us to. Yeah, what you know about going out? Head west, red legs, TVs all up in the headrest. Try and live it up, rock jewel, bigger truck, peach all glittered up. Stick a kid, nigga, what? Jig with a cut, ship crisp, spit it up. Hose rock, get your nut till I can't get it up. I'm a big man, get this man room. I done hit everything from Cancun to Grand Tune. Why you stand on the wall, hand on your balls, lighting up drugs, always fighting in the club. I'm the reason they made the dress code to figure out what and why when I'm in my fresh clothes. Dresses, I suppose, from my neck to my toes. Neck full of gold, baguettes in my rows. Rec shows, collect those extra O's. By the heat, get a key to the Lex to hold. East, West, every state, come on, bury the hate. Millions, the only thing we in the heavy to make. Whether from the ex friend, intellect, or bins. Let's begin, bring this BS to an end. Come on. Yo, what's up? It's your boy Ant. Welcome to another episode of the Off the Wall Podcast, man. Um, you know, I ain't, I ain't this is about like a, a, a extra. You know, this is like a um a, a piece of a show. You know what I mean? I didn't want. I don't want to want to be before y'all that long. Um, this an interesting story ran across me today. Um, I got Rodney Bridges broke. Um, Minnesota Lynx player Maya Moore. If you're not if you're not hip to the WNBA basketball scene, you probably don't know who Maya Moore is. Um, she played for UConn, very a star athlete, very great player, very great female player, Maya Moore. Um, you know, definitely gets busy. But aside from her basketball play, she's also an activist. You know, and she worked on a, a specific case. What I saw today, which why I'm talking to you guys now. She got Mr. Jonathan Irons, um, Irons, I'm sorry, Irons, you know, got him. Um, she worked on his case. He was sentenced um, to 50 years in prison when he was 18 years old, um, despite the case having no physical evidence tying him to the crime scene or anything. Um, March of this year, 2020, that conviction got like, I think, overturned. and He was released from prison. Granted, he still spent 23 years of his life in prison. So he was in prison since he was 18. At that time, Maya probably was like eight years old. You know, I think he's like 10 years older. I think he's like 41, 40, 41. She's like 30, 31. But anyway, she took time um, away from her WNBA career to help this gentleman get out of prison. Um very sad definitely before before we even get into any deeper i applaud her for that you know for her selflessness because you know already wnba players don't make that much money matter of fact a lot of wnba players have to after the wnba season they got to go overseas and shit and, and, and ball in the european league you know you know to to maximize their money um if i'm not mistaken hold on let me, let me see what she she how much does maya make you know i ain't not want to count somebody else's pockets but let me just give y'all an idea of what Maya Moore makes as a salary of being a WNBA player. Um, right here, see, and then like I said, she's a great player. Maya Moore only makes $60,000 a year as a WNBA player. Now, 
to the average person that's listening to this and you got an average job, you're like, yo, $60,000 is, 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 is good. Um, or some of y'all, y'all, y'all equate success about how many crab legs the person can order every day. So, you know, with $60,000, yeah, she can order and she can eat crab legs at least three or four times a day, man. You know, for you simple motherfuckers <laughs> equating everything to crab legs and shit and bundles. You know, I think that's a real hair. So I doubt she buys bundles. So yeah, she can get like eat crab legs three times a day and she can buy a shitload of bundles a week. You know what I mean? But um, I think she probably gets a lot more of her other money off um, endorsements and stuff. If I'm not mistaken, she's endorsed by Brand Jordan. Um, and she probably has some other little things here or there. But still, she doesn't make that much compared to what the NBA, the male NBA players make. Um, this is like her working at McDonald's compared to a male NBA players. And I, I do agree that, you know, the WNBA players should get paid, be paid more than that. Because my more only making 60000 per year. When you have trash players like Danny Green, uh, and, and you know Danny Green did go to my favorite college uh, basketball team school. He went to UNC, but still, Danny Danny Green is at this point is fucking still in checks from the NBA. Let's let's just call a spade a spade. Danny Green Green is still in checks, man. I hate everything about Danny Green. I hate his fucking jumper. I hate the fucking mohawk he grew this year. I hate everything about him, man. You know, but. Uh, we're not talking about Danny Green. I'm not. I would not waste time on this fucking show talking about Danny Green's trash ass. Um, but anyway, Maya Moore, sixty thousand a year. That's that's, you know, that's 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 not, no justice, man. Um, and then you know, it's it's. I, I see another thing in the Washington Post. I'm looking right now. I'm looking at no New York Times. Where it says she lost out of like about a hundred and twenty thousand a season. Yeah, she lost. Yeah, she uh, lost a hundred twenty thousand a season. Um, LeBron James makes that in one quarter of a single basketball game. What she got paid a year, you know. But um, that's not what I'm talking about. The whole basis of me talking to y'all tonight is that the fact that Maya Moore, a 31-year-old professional athlete, um, did some incredible work for Mr. Jonathan Irons, who's like 40-41 to get him out of prison, who's been there since he was 23. So he basically spent most of his adulthood in prison. It doesn't say how they end up falling in love and everything. I remember seeing this story on ESPN when the gentleman was released in March. And, you know, I was like, damn, you know, that was a, a big thing that Maya Moore did, you know, to get homie out of prison and everything. I didn't know that it developed into a relationship that, you know, they got married over the summer, you know. And what that poses to me, what I want to ask the listeners, male or female, with all that I just told y'all, Maya Moore falling in love with a gentleman she helped get out of prison who's been there for 23 years. Are some of us looking for love in the wrong places? And, and no, I'm not telling you that your soulmate might be in prison or some shit like that. I'm not, no, I'm not saying that. You know, don't be, don't be simple-minded to think I'm saying that. Don't go back and say, your yeah, aunt said my soulmate might be in prison. I'm not saying that. I, you know? Um, with that being said, are we looking for love in the wrong places, man? Because... I don't know, man. It's just a weird story to me. I, I just don't see how you could fall in love with a person that you just, their story came across you, you you're, in, you're into your activist work, and you know you end up marrying homeboy. 
Um, despite all that, man, City Boys is up right now. Like he, like he put us up way above the map. I mean, I think Miami Moore is getting money from other places besides WNBA, man. So for him to come straight home, fall into that WNBA box, get a ring out of it, and you know it. I, I seen like some of the stories today. Like he's holding up the ring, like he's a bad bitch, man. He got it in the air. He don't, you know, most dudes are supposed to show the ring like with a closed fist pointed to you with the with you know, like as a championship ring. He hold it up like a girl, like, you know, like Beyonce did, like, the, you know, the, should have put a ring on a dance. That's how he sashaying on stage with the fucking ring, man. Like, it's fucking unbelievable. Um, you know what I'm saying? It, it, basically, he probably took her last name. His name probably is not Jonathan Irons no more. It's probably Jonathan Moore. The way he was on stage smiling and, and it looked like he was giggling and shit with the ring in the hair, man. And um, hey, I'm happy for him, man. For you to come out of prison and you fall into a situation like that, and you was fortunate to get your, you know, your case overturned. You spent your whole adult years in prison. Hey, kudos to you, my dude. Um, I can't be mad at him, man. You know, I guess true love wins, man. That's why I, I don't. Th- I think we pigeonhole and we have this. I, some of us have this idea of how we think love should look, and we think it's supposed to be some storybook ending, or it's supposed to be like a fucking R and B song that we listen to and shit, or a stupid ass movie ending. Like, yo, I want love to be like that on some Snow White, Snow White and Seven Dwarfs shit. Like, you think your Prince Charm is coming? The kiss of you're gonna kiss a frog or some shit, or this nigga gonna appear or. If you're a Bruin, you think if you click your Bruin heels, you t- click the heels of your Timberland three times, some nigga's going to come through in a, in, a, in a brand new black shiny Dodge Charger to come save your day, <laughs> some shit like that. Like, it's, it's, it's crazy. Like, people have the craziest scenarios of how they think they're supposed to fall in love. And I think that's why a lot of us miss out on love, because we're looking for these stupid-ass fucking scenarios and these play-by-play rule books that probably don't even apply to your life that's that's the thing I've, I've learned in life it's good to take advice from certain from some people and certain people and i'm not one of the people to judge where your advice can come from because sometimes god can send a person who you would never expect to give you what you really need to hear and you probably discredit it because you don't really you don't you you discredit the messenger you you, you discredit the good advice he gives you because you feel like that person's beneath you or you may feel like, oh, that person ain't in the place to tell me nothing. Like sometimes this is where the best advice come from. Sometimes the best advice come from people who have failed a couple of times. So that way they're telling you the game. So hopefully your dumb ass don't have to fail, you know, or learn the hard way like they had to learn, man. Um, it's crazy. And I, I think that I think a lot of us miss out on some of the best people, uh, best situations, best times. Because we're looking for the fucking perfect scenario. I don't think Maya or, or, or Jonathan Irons were looking for love in the situation. I think I think he was happy, you know, that she helped him um, get out of prison after being in there for 23 years, you know. And I guess one thing, one thing fell into another, and you know, love came from a crate. You know what? It's like that Rihanna song, man. Them niggas found love in a hopeless place like it this is the perfect scenario for that song like they really found love in a hopeless place this is basically the only thing i can tell you and 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 i'm a firm believer in that i believe you really gotta find true love in a hopeless place sometimes man you know um don't miss out on on your prince or your princess fellas 
because you're looking for the perfect situation or the perfect opportunity to arrive. Sometimes, uh, you know how they say pressure makes diamonds. Sometimes you can find a good situation in something that doesn't look too familiar. You know what I mean? It doesn't look too familiar for it to you, man. Sometimes you got to get to know people. Like you, somebody could be having a bad day and that one moment you have with that person while they're having a bad day, you... You discredit them and you you be like, oh, that person acted so ugly towards me. I don't even want, I want to fuck with them. They could have been having a bad day, man. Sometimes, you know, wait till that second time you, you, you meet up a link with them. They might have a different attitude and you never know. You, you One of y'all might block your blessings, man. Um, I think we we were all, especially dudes, man, we we getting too sensitive on shit, man. Like niggas, niggas can't take nothing, man. Niggas can't take uh, if a chick turns them down, they, they be all in their feelings, man. Like. Yeah, he shoot or shoot, man. Like she say no that one time, man. But you catch her on that hundred and thirtieth time, you know she might be ready to go, man. You got to stay consistent. Sometimes, sometimes you stay consistent, man. You can break them down, and they can finally see you for what you are. Um, same thing with ladies, man. I don't, I don't know, man. But see, I'm different. You know, I'm, I'm different. I don't, I don't think. I, I think I'm kind of old fashioned in that. I'd rather be the chaser. I don't want a woman to, you know, specifically chase me. I mean, I, I now don't get me wrong. I want to like, if you interested, I think I would like a woman to tell me that you're interested, but don't be on me so hard. Like a, a dude would be pursuing a woman. And you know, this new era shit, these days like, Oh, why we got to have gender roles and shit. Anything a man can do, a woman can do too. But yeah, yeah possible. But I, I don't really want my a chick to be running. Gay. Like, I don't want to be somewhere um, in a mall or at a restaurant, I'm, I'm I'm on the clothing rack. I'm picking up a hoodie or a jacket or something. And a chick coming over there running game on me like a nigga, like you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it'd be different. Like she, hey, the small conversation stuff like that. But you coming over there to me like, hey, what's up, dark skin? Like, when you gonna let me get that? Like, that's <laughs> that's crazy. Like, no man, like you, you're not about to game me out of my dick. Like, that's crazy. Like you you're gonna game me out of my dick. So like, that's 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 kind of crazy, you know? Like. Let, let me pursue. I want to pursue. You can show interest, but let me pursue. You know what I mean? That's how I feel about it. Um, I don't know, man. It's, just, it's a different time, different era, man. I think you, sometimes you got to find love and hope is place. And then a lot of y'all, especially women, I think I'm not even talking to the fellow when it's a woman. Y'all waste the best years of your life with a motherfucker that just because you're so familiar with this nigga. This nigga then gave you like three curable STDs. He done put like two, three kids in you. And then by the time you realize he ain't shit, because the whole world, I'm pretty sure some of your friends done told you he ain't shit. Um, some hating niggas probably went and told you like, yo, that dude ain't shit. He ain't nothing for you. But you still feel like, you know, I love him. It don't matter. I'm going to ride it out with him. And, you know, in certain situations, you should ride out with people. But when they keep shitting on you, something should go off in your head after the 300th time that like, yo, this, this person means me no good. Nigga done had like two babies on you and shit. By the time y'all finally do get some sense and realize the person you've been in a relationship forever ain't really for you, you wait till you're like in your mid thirties. So now you got four kids. So now you got the baggage. Um, then your body is nothing like it was when the nigga who wanted you really wanted you. Like you, you, now your stomach looks like a whole chewed up piece of gum. Um, and you know, that's no disrespect to my BBWs. I love my BBWs, but I'm talking about the shit. That's different from a BBW, a career BBW. And I'm talking about the new age BBW. Like if you just became a BBW because you had mad kids, that's kind of crazy, you know, but the BBWs who have been BBWs since we was kids, you know, shout out to y'all, man. But y'all the career BBWs. Y'all been doing this thing. 
But like, you know, the new age BBWs is is, is kind of it's, it's sad to watch, man, you know. And um, then you get out here in your mid-30s and you so behind and you want to do everything with the young girls doing. They laughing at you, calling you auntie. Um, you out there wearing fucking tights and shit. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, nothing's wrong with wearing tights, man. But, you know, when, once the lint balls start getting on them and your Uggs start folding over, it's, it's time to change the wardrobe, man. You know, it's time to move on to bigger and better things. You know what I mean? We only classy mind things over here. Classy mind things, you know. I try to keep it classy now. Ladies, keep it classy, man. Like, don't, don't block your blessings, man. You better realize when you're in a fucked up relationship, man. Sometimes... And, and and I'm learning in life, man. Sometimes when you get that gut feeling, it's not paranoia. Sometimes we get the gut feeling, it's really God or what do you ever believe in? A higher power telling you like, hey, this this person really ain't for you. You know what I mean? Like you you need to get out, and you know you go against that. You know, hey man, you end up wasting years, years you can't get back. Hey, if you're okay with that, then hey, it's nothing we can tell you. You know. Um, but we, we hope nobody will waste no time in life on somebody that they don't want to be with. But, you know, I didn't want to talk to y'all long, man. This is the basis of the whole thing is sometimes you're going to find love in a hopeless place, man. Don't deny it, man. And and I also believe in connections, man. You Sometimes you can't deny the connection that you have with certain people, man. Don't, don't fuck that up by putting emphasis or these deep things that mean nothing like sometimes women and do and women and guys can meet the right person but because it's not the way they feel like it should have been or a traditional sense a way that they feel like it should have been they try to discredit the whole thing or they say dumb shit like yo this seems too good to be true you know it seems too be good to be true because you're used to dealing with bum ass niggas or used to dealing with bum ass chicks you know Bum-ass guys are bum-ass chicks, so you think when somebody's doing good to you, you think it's too good to be true. I remember one time I was messing with a chick. This was years ago. Um, messing with a chick. You know, I, I took her to the movies and I had to eat. And, like, she was like, it was too good to be true. I'm like, yo, this is, like, the minimum. What you mean that's too good to be true? Because I took you to the movies and I had to eat. She's talking about, like, you know, most dudes don't do that. And I'm like, yo, what type of dudes you messing with where they never took you down to the movies or know what to eat. And, and this chick was actually older than me at that time. So it was kind of weird. Like, I'm like, yo, you got kids and I'm like 24 and you telling me <laughs> you never been out to the movies and no nigga ever took you out to eat? Like, it's, it's the standards, man. Like, and that, that's a lot of women fault. Y'all, y'all accept a lot of shit y'all shouldn't accept. And I'm going to be honest, a lot of niggas y'all fuck with be Y'all be out of their league. Like, y'all really be on some upgrade shit for these some of these niggas, and they don't know how to take advantage of it and, and, and recognize a good woman and, you know, come up and get to your level so y'all can grow together. Like, a lot of dudes fuck up on that. And I'm saying, or vice versa, women do too. Some of these dudes be out of y'all league, but I say more women be out of the dudes league. I'm going to keep it honest. Like, Around this area, um, Eastern North Carolina, a lot of the women be out of the dudes area, but it's 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 some dudes who be real out of the woman's league, and she can't seem to take advantage of it, and you know try to level up with her boo, or at least push him to be the best he can be, so he can be a better man for her um, instead of all the stress and like that nagging, that nagging shit. Hey man, that, that's a young man's game, man. 
Like you come around me with that nagging shit. Like I'm definitely not. I'm, I'm, I'm not like that. That junk is not cute to me. I don't know why they say, yo, she don't love you unless she cussing you out or she she get mad at you from time to time. Nah, you 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 want to be a little baby and you can't communicate your feelings and you got to pout and, and catch attitudes. Hey, stay over there. Stay over there where you at. You know what I mean? We don't want those issues over here. I, I'm, I'm not playing those type of games, man. And um, that's the thing. I, I think that's another thing. I think a lot of women and a lot of men, they accept a lot of games and they think that because a per- the more a person takes them through, if a person takes them through a lot of bullshit, that means that they love them like, nigga, no. <laughs> and this is coming from a dude who used to be a former bullshitter. Like, nah, I was having my cake and eat it too, man. Like, no. Now, it's some exceptions to some situations, man. Sometimes you, you got to know who you have, and sometimes y'all have to go through some bullshit to get even stronger, and y'all end up making it. I've seen some couples like that. They're very rare, but they, they do make it. Um... They went through a lot of bullshit with each other. Then they got to a point where, you know, they grew up. They recognized they really love each other. And they both straightened up because they wanted each other in each other's lives, man. That that does happen, man. But you got you to gotta grow up and be mature about your situation. Stop thinking that there's this one size fits all for every relationship, man. That's a lot of people thinking that dumb shit. They thinking what they see their friends going through. But you don't know what homegirl, your friend who you think got a perfect relationship. You don't know what she got going home. Maybe she's good at putting on the show for the public. You know what I mean? Um, at home, the dude that you think is so good for, shit, he could be whooping her ass or, you know, he could, he could be verbally abusing her. Uh, it's, it's a lot of things, man. I, I, I've seen a lot. It's a lot of relationships y'all think that y'all keep putting goals as local that I know personally... Is nowhere near goals. No, at least no goals I want to be a part of. Like, you know how on your Apple Watch where the rings close and they show goals. Like, nah, I don't. I don't want those type of goals where some of these relationships are going through, man. Like, it's it's, it's crazy, man. But um, damn, man. Let me let me let me get ready to you know let y'all go. I just wanted to chit chat with y'all for a minute. You know, just just I just want to reiterate, man. Sometimes you find love in a hopeless place. So keep your eyes open to certain situations. And don't give up on certain situations just because it don't look like or that person don't look like they're for you on paper. It like you know, or, or how society views things it doesn't look like they're perfect because if you give that situation a chance, that person could be perfect for you. You know, man or woman. You know, yeah. If y'all take nothing from this, just remember the Rihanna song. You can find love in a hopeless place, man. You know. Um, Oh, yeah, I promised I would tell the story about how I finessed the uh, rental place. I'm saying errands, but it wasn't errands. It was actually, um, damn, what was the name of that place? I think it was Home Smart. So, and I think she, who this person is, I think she listens to the show. Um, nah, nah, I, I doubt it. I doubt it. This is a, a person a long gone that I, I used to be with. And, uh, it was in the early years, you know, where I was I was on some, you know, some young boy shit, doing some crazy shit. So we had just moved into a place. I think I paid for the living room set, but we didn't have a bedroom set. So I went to I don't know I don't know if it was Rent America or Home Smart, but it, it wasn't Aaron's. I said on the staff was Aaron's, but it wasn't Aaron's. It was one. Of, it was either Rent America or Home Smart. And uh, we went there and got a bedroom set. The fucked up shit is that we grown ass people, and I got like a I didn't even get a queen size. Or a king size bed. <laughs> I went and got a full size bed, and then you know it came with the dresser, with the with the with the mirror, and um, the nightstand. It came with one nightstand, 
Um, got it delivered. Well, you know, you know how it is when you're there, and you know, you know how them. First of all, the rental places they do nothing but finesse people. They tell you like thirty or three months or four months, same as cash. So that basically, when they say same as cash, that means the original price of what it is. If you can pay it off within them four, three to four months, you pay it off for that. Now, if you don't, they put this like interest rate on it where you end up paying for that shit either two or three times of what it's really worth. That's how they finesse you and you know get extra money out of you. So we in there getting it, and you know, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. The, the girl I was with, she was like, "Yo, I don't think we should do this. We should just, you know, chill, get an air mattress or something until we, you know, save up and get a uh, bedroom set and everything." And I was like, you know, me talking, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, nah, man, ain't gonna be nothing, man. I'm, I'm gonna pay that off before three or four months, and you know, in my mind, I'm lying like a motherfucker. I probably had like, matter of fact, I had, I had, a, I just had a, a credit union account at that time, and if all y'all from like North Carolina know about the credit union accounts. All you need is $25 to open up your savers account. Now, from the outside looking in, she probably thought, or maybe, maybe you know, she was hip to my dumb, the shit I was talking at that time. Maybe she knew I didn't have it because she was like, nah, I don't think we should do it. Like the whole time, we'll give it the credit for it. She was saying, nah, we shouldn't do it. But me, I was like, nah, girl, you know, I got this. You know what I mean? Like, But really, I only had the $25 that it takes to open up your savings account in my account. So basically I had zero because you can't even touch that $25. Cause if you touch that $25 on the credit union account, you close out your damn account. You know what I mean? You, you, you're on zero and you have no account. So I probably had, now, you know, I might had $25 and 70 something cent in that account, but I did have, cause I remember like that there, and it was like weekly or bi-weekly where we made payments on that shit, which is another finesse too. You should just pay for shit by the month if you do it. And you know, I think it was weekly or bi-weekly. This shit was like, Thirty some dollars a month for the bedroom set, so I had that on me. You know, I had it. Hey, how you gonna pay it in cash? In my mind, I'm telling her from now, like, girl, don't worry about it. I'm gonna pay this off within three, four months. You know, same as cash. We ain't gonna have to pay no money extra. Line my ass off, knowing damn well I'm like, yo, <laughs> I like it ain't even tax time, so I don't know where I'm gonna get the extra money to pay this bedroom set off. But I'm just gonna ride it out. We need a bedroom set, so did what I had to do. Gave him the money. Uh, they told us delivery date. They delivered the bedroom set. And, you know, for like the first couple of months, everything was good. It got to that fourth month and she was like, see, you don't even have the money. So now we're going to have to pay them because like when you do, it goes to a whole other uh, contract. So by me not paying off the first three or the four months now, I think it's like a, a year and a half or two years and they add on and all that shit. So it got a whole another thing because I didn't pay it off three, four months. So she hit it about that. Like, yo, that's an extra bill that we didn't even need. Like, yo, don't even worry about it. You know, I got it. So, needless to say, it went on. About, we bought like the eighth month paying. I'm tired of paying on this shit. Um, I think when it got the ninth to tenth month, I stopped paying it. She she didn't know it, but I, I just stopped paying the shit. So, I think it was, <laughs> we was there and I think, you know, her child was there. We had a knock at the door. And it's so classic because it's funny because you see the memes and stuff where people looking out the blinds. That's exactly what happens when that shit happen? Like you tell like, yo, everybody be quiet. Don't answer the door. You look out the blind. You see the big ass rent truck, whatever it is, like Rent America or something. You see the big truck out there. They knock and yo, when I tell you the motherfuckers knock and they don't leave, they knock for at least a solid thirty to forty minutes. Just standing there, like and you're like shit. Like I can't even go get nothing to eat or nothing. Like they they basically have you hostage in your house or apartment. Like them motherfuckers are persisting the shit. Um, so then when they finally leave, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Everything goes back to normal. 
I think I did that, no lie. And, you know, I got friends that, that know this, this story, and I think I still got the paperwork from it because I thought it was playing with me when I tell you the conclusion of the story. So um, we go another, like, six, eight months. I'm telling her I'm panicking. And, you know, they, they went for a minute where they, they was, wasn't coming, and they just stopped coming again. She's like, yo, I thought you was panicking on time. I was like, nah, nah, you know, I, I, I didn't make it, you know what I mean? But... I called the guy, I called the manager, I told him I'm going to have it next week or whatever. Like, I told him to give me a week and shit. Like, yo, it's it's it's, it's still going, man. Like, by this time, it's almost no lie. It's like, I'm like eight to ten months behind on, on that bedroom set payment. Uh, <laughs> I literally didn't pay it for like eight to ten months. So, um, I remember getting something in the mail. And um, they was like, yo, if you come down... And you know, they now they said either you're gonna they're gonna they claimed they was gonna have like the police or something come to the to the house with them or something to retrieve the furniture or they gonna they're gonna do something with my taxes or nothing something like that. Like, you know, I don't know what would you call that shit? Um garnish my taxes or something to pay it. And I'm like, I don't think they can do that. Not no rent place, but them bringing the police over here, you know what I'm saying? My neighbors, they see this shit. It's going to be embarrassing as hell. It was already embarrassing enough that they still was coming and knocking and staying for 30 minutes. And people knew we was home, wasn't open the door. <laughs> that was bad enough. As a matter of fact, I think we done, we, you know, a lot, you know how y'all people, when y'all go to these black neighborhoods and you see how the blinds be fucked up and, you know, like a couple of the blinds be like ripped off or some shit. That's just why, because niggas be peeping out from the rental trucks and they done did it so long that they done tore their fucking blinds and niggas don't replace their blinds so they move. So, um... I got a letter and I went down there. I said, yo, at this time, the girl I'm with, she, she's screaming on me because I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Like, you ain't paying this shit like I was a year. <laughs> we, on, we on stolen, we on the stolen bedroom set. You ain't paying a year. You ain't tell me you ain't make no payments and all this, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, the next day after I get off work, I go down there and I never forget the dude told me at, at this time the bill was like, it's crazy outstanding. I think that that bedroom set for it on, it's, it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't even the king or queen. For that bedroom set to be a full-size bed, you know what I'm saying, with like a basic-ass dresser and a basic-ass nightstand, like I was almost $2,000, a little over $2,000 in the hole. Because mind you, I was paying like $33, $40 a month. So I'm looking at that shit, I'm like, shit, like, man, I'm not paying no $2,000 for like, I mean, it was, a, like I said, it was bullshit. There was no way that shit was worth it. But like I said, if you don't pay within the first three or four months, same as cash, they put the interest on it. So I was like, yo, man, I, I don't have that, but... uh. I definitely don't want you to send the police over there to retrieve it. So I never forget it. I can't remember the man's name. And if he's still working out, I don't want to get him in trouble. And it, but you should probably shouldn't, man, because them niggas, damn, managers switch almost every time you go in there. And this was years ago. So uh, I never forget, man. He said, like, yo, if you got $600, you give me $600 right now. You know what I'm saying? I I, 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 would, I would just mark, hit the market off as uh, settled. And we won't pursue no court, no court actions or no police come to your door or nothing. That's what it was. I think it was court papers they were trying to send. They say we won't have no court papers, no police action or nothing like that. If you give me if you got six hundred dollars right now. So I scrapped up six hundred. I had six hundred on me. I paid the six hundred. He gave me a receipt, but I didn't think that was good enough. I was like, yo, man, can, can you write out a letter saying that this is settled and all that? And I think I still got that left to this day. <laughs> it's somewhere in my papers. Like, yo, my man gave me a letter and everything saying, yo, the bedroom set settled. Um, Anthony Bonham settled his account, $600. And, uh, yeah, that's how I finessed the rent place from a two over $2,000 uh, bill for only $600. And I've never, ever again in my life 
went to another rent place to rent to own any type of furniture. And I, and I, I would recommend y'all, unless you in, I don't know your situations, unless you in one of them situations where you have to, you know, but, you know, be careful with it. But I recommend you not even fuck with them because it's a big scam. It's a big scam. If you don't pay it off, man, you, you're paying for the, 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 the basic ass furniture set. That's probably four or $500 regular. You end up paying a couple of thousands if it goes past that three, four months, man. So it was all learning experience. I was young, dumb. You know what I mean? You know, we all made some crazy mistakes, man. But, you know, I don't know if everybody could finesse a rent company like that, man. You know? But now I'm on to Classy Monting, so I don't do that type of activities anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I definitely, uh, you know, appreciate y'all for joining me for these quick, you know, I think we had 31 minutes. I'm going to go ahead and get up out of here, man. I need to take a shower. Not too long came from the track. I know y'all Bruins listening like, Hey, man, I know you just came from the track. You ain't got to take a shower every night. You can at least wash up. You know, Bruins definitely don't take showers consecutively days. They wash up at least two or three times. So I know y'all like, wow, nigga really take a shower every day. He must think he rich. Like, <laughs> oh, man, but I love you, Bruins, man. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate y'all for listening, man. Um, um, Subscribe, rate, share this podcast. You know, I it usually be more, you know, livened up show, but I just wanted to talk, touch on that Maya Moore situation tonight. It was no biggie. Um, I appreciate y'all for rocking out with me. It's your boy Ant. This is the Off the Wall Podcast. Thank you for listening. I'm out. City Boy with it. City Boy's up 100 points. Yeah. Fashion over. Tell your baby daddy I don't see him.